Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. Unfortunately, Dr. Leviathan cannot be here this week because, well, he's fighting off robot servitors uh, in his lab right now. So um, we're off to do this show uh, without him this week. He'll soldier on until next week. Hopefully. <laughs> um, and we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Uh, tonight we have Tabula Rasa. Um, so for those of you, uh, not in the know, uh, creepypastas are short internet stories that copy paste across the internet, uh, Wikipedia, Reddit, No Sleep, things like that. Uh, go Google it. Some of them are really good. Um, and it's Rubblevember, guys! Woo! Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I chose to, uh, I got, I had a, a list of ones, uh, uh, of lists for robot-themed uh, creepypastas um, brought to you by Matt from The Drunk and the Ugly. Hey! Uh, because uh, I was, again, scrounging to find robot creepypastas. Uh, it seems like we're going to find a lot of AI ones. <laughs> um, yeah, Tabula Rasa's by Sean Cognition CP. Um, I looked at his stuff on... I looked at the account on, on uh, creepypasta.wiki and he's got, like, a lot of stuff. Um, like, he's... And they're, they seem to be very psychological horror and, like, transhumanist or... Um, uh, sci-fi themed horror stories uh, more than anything uh, but yeah so we'll just dive into Tabula Rasa for now um, so a man wakes up uh, from cryostasis uh, 328,000 miles roughly uh, away from earth and on a station and with no memory of anything mm-hmm. uh, prior uh, and is welcomed by an, an advisor voice or an admin voice uh, over the PA, uh, calling herself Melody. Uh, he's told he's suffering from temporary memory loss and that his name is John. He is here to conduct tests in the next chamber over um, using a like a suit and like decontamination and stuff like that. Uh, the tests are injecting a substance into different plants and seeing the result, and most of the time the result is always death. Um, the plant just withers and dies. Uh, the voice pops up from time to time as well, uh, inst- instructing him to remain calm and to keep working, uh, while also getting his name wrong almost every time. <laughs> like, one minute it's like Amanda, next time it's like, it's, uh, yeah, John, uh, yeah. Joseph or Nathan. Or yeah. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. It's just constantly, and he's like, oh, or yeah, the first time it's Maxwell, and he's like, what, Maxwell? Uh, oh, my apologies, your, your full name is John Matthews, or John Maxwell. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. it, but then it keeps going, like, just different names, and at some point, at a point, it just becomes like, like, Amanda, and it's like, what? Um, this also, uh, this is also a test in isolation, he's told, um, like being in space, I guess, alone. And uh, it seems to be in effect as uh, the story goes on. John begins questioning the tests and his advisor and becoming a little bit more paranoid um, of things. Um, he is hurt in one of the tests when some of the substance spills on his hand and begins eating through it like acid. Uh, the medical robot arm does as much harm as good as when it's bandaging his hand by like clamp by like clamping it really tight, uh, and then, like, lifting him from, by his, his bad hand, up at, like, to, like, up, uh, like, two feet above the ground. 
Um, so, yeah, it doesn't help his state of mind and his, like, paranoia about the whole situation. Um, oh, also, water seems to stop the acid reaction um, and creates this odorless green gas, the same kind of gas that was popped in, uh, that popped up when he first entered the decontamination chamber between yeah. the two rooms. Um more paranoid than ever, uh, especially since finding a lo- uh, his log device or charter's pad. I, I think it's a log, like a log device or something like that. Oh, like, it's a scanner. It's it's a scanner, but it also seems like a tablet kind of thing. Or yeah. like so, like yeah. Um, uh, it seems to be the the one in his room is broken uh, when he wakes up. Uh, I think from cryostasis. So he goes and brings it uh, into the uh, the testing lab and has it uh, has that like the terminal scanner, I guess, um, look through it and look through the hard drive and all that and try to recover some stuff and discover some revelations about the tests and his advisor, Melody. Um, and Melody's reading this, this log out, uh, like as he's seeing it on the screen. Uh, Melody is a, an AI from a progenitor race, uh, to humankind, uh, who became extinct as Earth was being seeded with life. Um, she was tasked with watching the Earth and humanity and dispersing the substance, uh, which we find out is actually a super weapon uh, of her own design, um, if humans start going down the path, uh, the same path as, as their uh, forerunners. Um, John, or 101, uh, is one of many uh, constructed humans, um, or reconstructed humans, uh, she has made on the station to conduct experiments with. Um, with this discovery, John is left to look out at the uh, distant Earth and stars. Um, yeah, there's like a large viewport that he gets. To, he looks through a couple of times in the story um, and admire the beauty of like the distant Earth and the stars and space and stuff. Um, before he is eventually terminated, um, kind of off story. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Melody uh, can conduct her the tests anew with a new fresh state or a fresh slate. Um, and that's pretty much the story. Uh, it's a pretty short one. Um, I enjoyed the read, though, like, I did have to pull, like, there's a couple of times the, the guy uses, um, the scientific words, like, yeah. lab, which makes sense, because, like, it's, a, like, a scientific lab and stuff like that, but I had to, like, the first time I had to look at, like, and then eventually, like, he, like, before, uh, I think the first time I looked it up, it's like, okay, that's what that is, and then, like, the next, like, line or two down, he, like, mentions what it actually is, was, or what's commonly called, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, and then, hmm. same thing with, like, yeah, like, he goes through, like, uh, uh, a bean, or like a black bean yeah, yeah. plant, uh, grass. I think it's poison ivy or yeah, something. Yeah, poison like that. ivy. These are three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He describes them like that. Like I didn't even bother by that one because I, I knew to- like toxic. I knew the kind of Latin word for that one. Um, and then three leaves. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Um, and yeah, and yeah. So I like the the story as it is because it does generate this kind of like you're 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 what you're following this guy and like you can see his like his kind of like. Uh, stroll into paranoia and like psychological kind of horror. Like it does help to it does build up uh, some psychological horror because you're like, what's this guy? What's going to happen to this guy? Like you kind of see like a pattern. Like it was like he's going to get um, either betrayed or he's going to find out something that um, and the robot's going to or the AI is going to take him out. Which also like the vo- like so uh, the advisor voice melody um, pretty much from square from like line one. Like I knew it was an AI. Yeah, but like yeah. at the very end, yeah, like he's, like, he's yeah, like yeah. yeah so as soon as I started reading, I, I read Melody in a robot voice. <laughs> Just yeah, 
<laughs> and then, like, during the revelations, like, or they're doing that, like, list of, like, of issues and stuff of that, like, and she, he's finding out all this stuff. He, like, asks her, like, so you're an AI? It's like, no shit. <laughs> but I guess, like, I mean, but he the, is a freshly created yeah. human clone, so. Yeah, he, he probably thinks that's the way humans speak, so he yeah. probably mimics it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, the, uh, I was also, like, they have a, he has a weird name for the alien race. Like, at first I wasn't yeah. even sure what was going on. I was like, wait, what? Is this, what? And then the, the revelation of, like, this AI program has been, like, a, a sentinel or a, uh, a silent observer of humanity since, like, time immemorial, essentially. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was getting, like, Halo vibes and, mm-hmm. like... Like oh so it's like the it's like the the monitors of installations and and the forerunners and stuff, but like at the same time it's also like it, it is a very common sci-fi trope, mm-hmm. or it's a very commonly used one nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean it's it didn't ruin it, it actually it, like it's just like yeah okay it's so wait why like I, I just I want to know more I guess about the aliens <laughs> yeah. because they've been mentioned yeah <laughs> but like. Otherwise, like they're kind of just like oh, they're, they're, this whole thing is all done up by alien, by an alien AI, um, who are our ancestors or whatever, and this is not Earth, like Earth technology at all. And it's like okay, yeah. well, and the while it does state that uh, they did populate the Earth, yeah, they might have populated the Earth with dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they they just seeded the earth with life. They didn't yeah. manipulate humanity. They just like so. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, yeah. Like that's that's my thought. The, my thought on it was too was that well, like because it mentioned specifically he, they seeded earth with life. They didn't create humanity. Um, I guess they were just like the AI was just there to monitor, see whatever came out, and then see what what path it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just question why like as much as I like the idea of like alien ancestors and that kind of stuff like in stories because I do like that idea I just question why that was needed for this story about uh, what is essentially a what me and Matt actually agreed on like last night when I was telling them about the story portal <laughs> but darker <laughs> or like a slightly like less humorous portal. <laughs> Because it's kind of got the same thing, like like the AI GLaDOS kind of thing, and like te- doing the testing test chambers, chamber, yeah, testing stuffs. Um, it had that kind of same feel to it as well. Um, I just don't understand why it had to be aliens. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that <laughs> so many times on the show. <laughs> when it is aliens, you, you don't like it. <laughs> I mean, what if this is all just a dream and sleep paralysis? <laughs> yeah, but no, no. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you have anything, yeah. any more, any, anything for this one, Mikey? Um, well, <laughs> the, the comment I have pertain well, the first one, the thing that I wrote down is uh, pertaining to the mission parameters. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'll just read it off here. Your mission is to test fertility in plants under the condensed conditions you have been placed in, and to check in every hour on the hour to test how human mind deals with such isolation. Yeah, that really just gets, like, shoot, like, just brushed under the carpet from, like, day one, from hour one, pretty much. Well, and the big issue there is that you can't do a check-in every hour on the hour with one person because sleep deprivation. Right, yeah. 
Yeah, see, I, I remember reading that, and I was like, so, uh, that, that did come to my head when I read it, and I was like, oh, well, he'll probably, like, I mean, there's probably, like, a an exception for, like, for sleep, sleep. but then it never comes up again. He goes to exactly. sleep, wakes well, up. Well, again, like, we ne- <laughs> like, I mean, he's being constantly, like, monitored by the AI, mm-hmm. but, like... Yeah, the the whole like his mission parameters kind of get shoot like just brushed under the carpet. Um, like they were just there like for like formality of like oh the, like he needs to have a mission and then like no his missions change and I guess maybe that's also part of the uh, the tests that uh, Melody is doing to him like yeah, yeah telling him he has to do this one thing and then really she's monitoring the whole like her trying to monitoring his his uh, existence on the station and like with uh, paranoia. Because she's constantly telling him to keep calm, constantly telling him to uh, to keep working and stuff like that, and then yeah, and then um, I don't know the the whole naming thing, like where she kept giving different names. Yeah, uh, that to me says that the AI is not doing a good enough job monitoring Earth because they don't understand the concept of having individual names. Yeah. Well, either that or, like, she's glitching out. And she did say that, like, she, like, spent the last, like, however long it's, like, human well, history has it, been I think it explains, repairing itself. I think it explains it. It oh. doesn't understand that concept. Oh, does it? Okay, shoot. I, I guess I didn't read that part. Or didn't, um, uh, didn't well, I don't remember that part. That's how it came um, to me anyway. Okay. But then, which is like, well, why didn't you just go with the alien standard of naming it one thing, like, human? Yeah. You are human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess it was trying to like seem like, yes, I am Earthman. <laughs> I am John <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> yeah, like I was trying to like trying to be like Earth people. Um, uh, I, 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 I like it wasn't actually until the end uh, like I realized what Tabula, what the title was for, like because I knew what Tabula Rasa means because yeah. of other things and stuff. But, like, yeah, and then at the very end, I was like, oh, okay, no, this makes perfect sense why it's called Tabula Rasa, because, like, knowledge isn't, isn't, uh, isn't just created. You don't, you're not, you're, we're never created with knowledge. You mm-hmm. have to be, learn knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's like, you know, like, you start off as a blank slate, and you have to learn from there. It's like, yeah, that makes, yeah, okay, the, the title is actually appropriate for the story. <laughs> well, although he has pre-knowledge, though. Given like to him. he has some knowledge, like he has like like rudimentary knowledge, but not like but space knowledge. Like why wasn't I woken up after launch? Yeah, that's true. Like he's got memories <laughs> about like 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 the, uh, I guess have been implanted maybe of the yeah. or maybe like it's from like his like his previous like the original John. I guess. Yeah, because yeah. he's like one hundred and one <laughs> of John <laughs> or of human. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I'm wondering, like, with Amanda and other names, like, did like they have other types of humans, or did they like, did she like rebuild, like, did she like build like, a, is it like a human randomizer, where like they'd just be like a different type of person, like a different human gender or whatever, like whenever it popped out of the clone machine or whatever it is, yeah. or is it just like she's just like, all right, you know, John's gonna be Amanda this year, or this week, <laughs> and just like suddenly there's a female version of John. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, like, again, there's a lot of questions to be asked, but, like, the story as it is presented is pretty much just a, um, it, it's a, it, it's a psychologically, it's a psychological horror, because it, it's this guy, like, we're watching this guy's, like, sanity degrade in, uh, as he's being, like, as he's having to question his situation and stuff. Um, 
But it's also like kind of at its core a sci-fi story where mm-hmm. it's there's a commentary to it. There, there's like um, there's not commentary. But yeah, no, there's commentary. This is like where it's more like it's more about um, like a message or more about like it's more trying to get across like um, uh, AI, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or um, see, I was going somewhere with this and then I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it feels more like it feels more like those old sci like the Asimov stories or like or something well, like that along those lines. Uh, to me it actually felt like the uh, the newer version of the Outer Limits. Yeah, the okay, yeah, version. you know, yeah, actually sorry, yeah, not Asimov. It reminded me a lot of like Twilight Zone or the Outer Limits. Um like the new the 90s one yeah, the 90s that came one. out. Yeah. 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 Where it was like, yeah, where it's a nice confined story, and then something, and then there's a twist ending. Yeah. Um, but it deals with like weird science fiction, or, mm-hmm. uh, moral yeah. quandaries and stuff. Yeah. 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 Again, yeah, it reminds me of a lot of that stuff. Um, but I'm and now I'm curious. Anything else in the nitpicks for this one? Um, just a spelling mistake. Um, yeah. Which is as he turned the table, founding the plant. <laughs> I, yeah, okay, there's there's that, and I also noticed there's a handful of, like, just missing letters, like, okay, on occasion in the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, founding the plant. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think there's also a couple of, like, words like that that were uh, yeah. throughout it as well, but, I mean, it didn't entirely, it didn't ruin the reading experience for me. Yeah, but, well, because yeah, you knew it was, what they were, yeah, it was like, finding the yeah, plant. Finding, yeah, so your mind would just, like, autocorrect. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one that I had to write down so that my you autocorrect, because yeah. I could find it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, and the last note that I have is in regards to the uh, doomsday substance. substance, which is completely ineffective when you think about it. Because it's neutralized by water. Yeah, and they even mentioned like the seventy. The irony of seventy percent of the planet is water. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other irony is that plants are eighty to ninety percent water. Yeah. So essentially, but it shouldn't really affect them. I, I think what it is is that like it's like that's kind of like a diluted state of water because like well yeah plants I mean even us like we're like what are we seventy percent water no uh, we we're, are fifty to sixty five yeah 50, so yeah. We're we're that much water, like so. Really, I mean, why is it reacting so badly to us? I think the thing is that, like, in its pure water in its purest form, dilutes it or like yeah. causes that reaction. Whereas, like, plant matter, um, pl- organic plant matter, causes that that weird like s- gaseous uh, spore, like like uh, spreading um, agent essentially. Mm-hmm. And then when it affects biomatter that's fauna or like uh, that's like animal plant matter, it corrodes it like at like a super acid. Like so, it was like. But again, like again, I ask like like the tests are apparently made to um, question or to, to try and figure out what how to fix the problem. But Melody already knows the problem, so I guess the whole like test thing is really all about him. Wow. Or like, I it, part of it's to I'm guessing to test a newer concoction. Okay. To try and find a way to get past the water situation. Issue yeah. so that they it can eradicate the human race if they reach a certain point. Well, that's the thing. I got the impression by the end that Earth was already wiped out. I got the impression that Earth um, was still there, but it was in a state that it was potentially getting close to whatever to the point where which, it was 
where it's very much mimicking this other race. Yeah. Which is like probably and gonna end like probably like a war state, some kind of like some kind of technology like nuclear power or nukes or something like that. Because that's, I mean, I, if if the author of this like comments and says that like no, like or it's not just nukes or whatever, like I would like to know. But like my go-to when it comes to sci-fi of like oh we're going down the path of like an, of another doomed race, it's like yeah we used we're using weapons of mass destruction and destroying our planet, kind of thing. Um, that that's the my go-to for that kind of. Like, for why we're going down... What path we're going down. Because it's been so ingrained in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I guess, like... Yeah, my, that was the other thing. Like, it was either... Yeah, when I when I first read it, like, I got the whole... Well, Earth's already wiped out. But it could also be, yeah, definitely that he was just... He thinks that, like, he's just, like, on this mission and he's just been pulled... Like, uh, his DNA or, or the original John was just grabbed, like, abducted and then just mm-hmm. put in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, it could work. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, yeah, the whole. Oh yeah, water. <laughs> water does it. <laughs> water is the key way to get rid of it, or really a base as well. Yeah, because it turns into an acid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's very much the signs <laughs> weakness. <laughs> Let's go to a planet that the whole seventy percent of the planet is water and take out their t- and, uh, take over the species. Let's do it, guys. Wait, wait, wait. It's 75% of the thing that we that hurts us? God, that's like going to a planet um, where, we, where we're totally like not immune to the uh, illnesses. <laughs> Again, like, it's the faulty of so many sci-fi creatures, or sci-fi yeah. stories. Yeah. One little microbe. <laughs> yeah. Either you forget to get your vaccination that that day, or right before the invasion, or <laughs> turns out you die from water. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Bad sci-fi kind of is weird if you think about it. Like if you think about it too hard, like just some of the plot points that come out, or the tropes that pop up from it. Well, but the the whole thing is like more of the world, right? Yeah. The basic we're getting royally screwed over and then all of a sudden they're dead because they uh, they because well, yeah, they one were thing in our atmosphere that kills them yeah <laughs> they couldn't they, deal with the common cold yeah they weren't prepared for so it's just like, <laughs> which again is a good analogy of like um we're going right off tangent here but it's a good is a good analogy for like um like when like the uh, like when the conquistadors came to uh, to to America or to uh, like or the Europeans came to America and like I mean both of them kind of gave each other like like we always think of like yeah people like uh, Europeans gave the the Native Americans uh, smallpox and stuff but you know they actually like Native Americans like like when the Europeans came in we, uh, before the Europeans came to uh, to America syphilis was not a thing. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I read that recently. Like where that, like that's actually one of the things that the, the Europeans contracted. It just, yeah. Well, so yeah. Whenever like whenever two like op like two very like different groups meet, there's going to be some negative reaction mm-hmm. um, because they li- have lived in two different um, biomes. But again, complete tension from what we're actually supposed to be re- doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else for the story. Um, like I said, I enjoyed the read, um, and I like the ending was was pretty good, was satisfactory. Um, like 
yeah, the guy's like it's just gonna the cycle's gonna continue, and this guy's just like it's like hello, darkness, my old friend. Like I can envision that <laughs> as it pans out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, uh, I guess we're just uh, like, do you have anything else to say before we do recommendations? Or uh, nope, my notes are pretty well done. Yeah, this one was pretty short, and um, like for me anyway, um, I I did enjoy it so. Uh, I didn't really have a whole lot of qualms with it aside from like what we obviously mentioned. Um, but I would recommend this one honestly. Like it's a good it's a good short little creepy sci fi story. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I just, yeah the chargers pad, the chargers pad like it's got to be like a tablet, right? Yeah, with like, a button. It's got like, a big red button. On, so like so like the, my initial like thought of it was just like oh yeah it's this little silver like tablet-like thing and there's a big like shiny candy red button in the middle (laughs) (laughs) but um and then yeah like the 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 scanner like goes in with like a bunch of little like like little like robot hands and starts like plunging into it to get the data (laughs) just like okay because science fiction (laughs) techno babble yeah yeah um but yeah other seriously though otherwise i would actually uh personally i'd recommend this one if you if you like like space like uh sci-fi stories um like creepy sci-fi stories and ones that aren't like like this was fairly hard science like it was i mean there's some fantastical stuff in it but it wasn't like outlandish like it wasn't within the realms of like impossibility like i could see the for 2055 or whatever i maybe couldn't i couldn't I could kind of see it. Kind of, I honestly almost felt like this was going to end up being like a um, an astronaut procedural because <laughs> it kind of felt like an astronaut procedural, where like it's it could have been on like the the International Space Station, the way it was described. Um, um, kind of, but at the same time, like the there's no there's artificial gravity, which is like okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And cryostasis, but I mean, like a couple—that's well, that's not too. The cryostasis is explained by being a cloning machine. Yeah, that's true, and that's why she <laughs> locks it right. Okay, dull. <laughs> wow, but yeah, like I mean, again, it's it's not like like outlet, like there's no lasers, there's no like it's yeah. it's a pretty like down to earth science fiction story in terms of like the technology level like mm-hmm. uh or believability of like yeah this stuff kind of like in a couple of years like in a couple of decades i could see this happening um and then we find out that the whole thing's been um an extrapolation of a an alien ai yeah <laughs> so i mean again like wow that's surprisingly like low low tech for an alien species mm. uh good work guys <laughs> Um, but yeah, again, I would recommend this one, um, because, yeah, it just, it, it's a, it's an interesting read, and it does have that kind of psychological horror element to it, so, yeah, I'll recommend it. Uh, and then, for me, I'm going to recommend it. (gasps) (laughs) But that's just because I like sci-fi. Um, but the main issue is that I didn't find it creepy. Like, you, you get your basic sci-fi, oh, somebody from cryostasis or whatever... You've got a lab testing mm-hmm. something. Nothing really creepy there. I think the creepiness like, for for me, anyways, was the potential for like like what was this AI going to do to him? And then like yeah. also like his like paranoia, like it was generating that psychological creepy thing with him. But that's my own personal thing. So yeah, sorry, but yeah. It, it to me it just didn't 
scream creepy, you know? Like, okay, like, you didn't get creepy. It was, well, it's definitely not one of the most, it's not like, it, the creepiness in this one is definitely not over. Yeah. It's, I think it's more subtle yeah. than what we usually yeah. see. Um, like, a lot of the stories we usually do on the show is more like, like, it's, it's, they're, they're creepypastas because they deal with the supernatural and ghost stories and, or like killers and stuff like that. But this one was more or less a subtler, like, like creeping dread. And then the revelation is kind of like, oh shit, you're just one of 101 people that have been cloned and killed in this, on the station. And like, it's, I think the creepiness is in there, um, but it's not on the same level as what we are used to. Yeah. When it comes to it. But yeah. So if you like sci-fi, you can give this a read. Like I said, it did seem a lot like an Outer Limits episode where you don't know what's entirely going on until the end. Yeah. And then that's... And then, yeah, and then it's over. And then the episode's over. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is very much... Yeah, and again, like... Uh, again, with the creepiness thing, like, Outer Limits is technically a horror thing, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But, like, yeah, some of those stories are like, I mean, they're, they're, they're intellectual. I think, it's, again, yeah, like, it's subtler and maybe even, like, you have to think a little bit more on the creepiness of the huh. situation that's going on as well. But, yeah, so, all right, so it, it gets recommendations for being a, a decent sci-fi story and, for me anyways, a decent, like, psychological st- a horror story, so. All right, cool. All right, so uh, if you uh, like what you heard, if you didn't, uh, you can uh, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're both on Twitter at EastEndsForEvil and ReviewCultist. Uh, go check us out on iTunes and uh, leave us a review or uh, rank us. That Every little bit helps. Um, also, if you'd like, you can go send us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show. Um, and if you'd like, you can check out the title cards for each episode on Kiwis, on, uh, Tumblr, uh, YouTube, and Facebook, uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com. Uh, also, if you'd like to uh, show your support for the show, you can uh, go down to Patreon and uh, become a patron. Go to Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon and uh, choose the tier that you would like to back us at. Uh, so, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. And this has been Robovember of Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. notes while I'm reading and then when I go back and look at them I make sure that they make sense because sometimes it's yeah those things that are like oh well it's explained and gotcha. it's not what I thought it was type thing. And... I like how we have different like um, note taking means <laughs> like like I generally take I, I generally will read the story first and then and then spend a couple of like hours just like 
jotting down like all the odd note of like something that comes up like from after I've read it. Well, the the what I've noticed is that if I do that, and then I go back to find something that I know was wrong, yeah, you can't find I it. Can't find it. Because <laughs> uh, I think we explained that in the one uh, thing is that it, it's because you, your mind corrects how it. Yeah, we makes correct. Sense, yeah, and then so you've already made that correction in your mind, and when you look over it the next time, it <laughs> gotcha. doesn't plague you at all like, yeah Damn yeah it. you just write you rewrite it yourself <laughs> mentally yeah yeah so well that's why we have you on the show <laughs> to be more thorough <laughs> criticizing things uh 